food in my mouth full I, <laughs> I, was I like, realized oh. i shouldn't i realized i shouldn't have done this food in my now. mouth uh ritz crackers it's pretty good yeah i've been munching a lot on takis recently okay well first welcome back to the legionnaire i'm will i'm cal sorry i just burped in the light uh, we're hungry I my said water bottle's empty too. Fuck. Dude, mine is too. <laughs> I just pounded the last of my water. I took like a two hour nap today. Probably woke up dehydrated. I didn't because I feel yeah. like I was just sleeping. Did you ever, don't you ever wake up and you're like, <laughs> you're like looking for water? Yeah. Like Gollum looking for the ring. Honestly. Uh, I can't stand uh, so. You started school on what Tuesday this week? Wednesday. Wednesday. Why not Tuesday? I, dude, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's dumb. I would hate to start on a Wednesday. Um, it wasn't terrible. I mean, like, there's, I mean, this three day school week. How are your dude, classes? Um, I mean, aerospace engineering isn't necessarily easy. Um, but cool. like. Some of my professors are one of my professors is very Italian. The other oh, one is yeah. very Austrian. The Austrian one teaches my aero aerodynamics class and he's like, Look at here, we're going to talk about Newton's impact theory. Newton was wrong, but the guy who's on the right track. So here we are. Here's a plate. Yeah, yeah, the air's coming at the plate. That uh, velocity, the atmosphere of pressure. She's like just shouting the whole time up front. I'm like, this guy's great. I actually I was thinking about all my classes. I don't have any female professors. I have all male. Wow. I, don't know why. I was like, damn, that's weird. Same. Wait, no, that's um, a lie. My um, technical communications professor, she's very, very nice. What, you don't know how to speak? And it's like resume. It's like technical writing. Oh, dang. Idiot dang. alert. Hi, <laughs> right, that's me. Don't know how to write. <laughs> You gotta like choose something to study, so I'm probably gonna choose something on like rocket engines. Oh, I don't know. I I have no clue. I haven't really thought about it yet. I hate school, so I like school except for when it's like dumb classes. Like I have to take an accounting class right now. It's dumb as hell, man. It's so accounting is following money. It is, but dude, I'm so annoyed because. Our professor, he'll teach lecture like on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thursdays are the worst and it pisses me off because I mean like I like my job and I like working and I work from 1230 to 5 and then at that point I'm like okay I just like had all morning classes and then I just worked. I want like an hour and a half to myself so I go to the gym and then at that point I'm looking and our my accounting professor has homework to do at like 11 o'clock at night and i'm like dude we just had lecture like eight hours ago and you're assigning homework due the same night 
I was just like, oh, and I have to get up at six tomorrow for work. And I'm just like, I'm not complaining about work. I'm complaining about my dumb professor assigning homework the same night that he gives lecture. Like, dude, make Sounds it like a good the- guy. He's a he's a fine professor. He's not terrible, but I'm just like, can you make it the next day that it's due and not the same day? This isn't the goat, right? It's not Dr. P. Yeah, he sounds like a cool guy. Dr. P, his wife makes food every Friday for like the supplemental learning. And um, Mm -hmm. so every Friday we've had food. The first week we had like some like turkey. I don't even remember what it was. It was like some turkey sandwiches and like some other stuff that she made. Last week was sloppy joes and mac and cheese. Today was a tater hot tater tot hot dish mashed potatoes and um meatloaf it was so good have you met mrs dr p oh yeah i've been to his house dude (laughs) oh wow i have no there's a a big university i don't have a relationship like that with my professors every time i start to build one like that they just retire and i'm like well damn (laughs) i was like damn I like started. I like started to like develop one last semester, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm retiring." I'm like, "Of course you are." Sick. I weighed 166 pounds when school started. You know how much I weigh now? 180. Close. 177. I've lost weight. I weighed 170 flat. Now I'm like 161 because of my hand. Damn. I'm trying not to eat as much. I'm just running and squatting and lunging and box jumping. You could tie a a rope around your waist and do like sled pulls, but with your waist. (laughs) Yeah, I could. You could do hip thrusts. I do. I do a lot of hip thrusts. I'm going to get a dump truck, bro. I'm telling you. Use hip thrusts for sex. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I was thinking about it for jujitsu. Yeah, you're gonna be hip thrusting with the dudes on the mat. Basically, so I told my girlfriend, I'm like, you don't have to worry about like me and other girls. You got to worry about me and all my teammates. We're all like rolling around with each, <laughs> me and all my yeah. buddies. <laughs> Good lord! Now nah, I've been eating a bunch of food. I made egg fried rice last night. That sounds so good. Dude, I figured out how to like actually cook eggs on the on the stove last week. So so I made egg fried rice, and it was fucking delicious yeah you were telling me that i had a greek dish the other night that was so good yeah how did she cook it what did she put in it so it's like you cook quinoa and then you cook chicken you mix that like you chop up the chicken then you mix it together and then you put in cucumbers tomatoes feta cheese balsamic vinaigrette and then you put in like barley too it is so good sounds very complicated (laughs) very it's, it's not no it's, it's not because you mix it all cold like the only thing you cook is like the quinoa and the chicken then you mix everything else together what's the most that like you've cooked the most yeah like what do you like what's the most like uh crazy like outlandish thing that like you cook um not not really i mean i'll go out there on burrito bowls i got like saute vegetables and stuff how do you saute vegetables? You put them on the stove. You cook them and they go it's like Aww. fajitas. I don't know. I've never saw it. I've, I've you never put, put onions or peppers on the stove? On a pan? I don't, I don't like eating onions. Or, uh, yeah. Onions really? are gross. 
Onions are great. Ugh. Oh. Give you a bad breath. <laughs> I thought that was garlic. Well, I mean, they both do. Garlic gives you worse, worse breath, I'd argue. <sighs> I don't. There is. I can't really think of a transition into the topic we're going to talk about today. But well, speaking of that. things that aren't stinky, we're going to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't talked about Star Wars just by itself in a while. I've been... Uh, I need to talk about Chung-Chi with someone. Maybe I'll talk about Caleb. He's watching it tonight. Um, Is it, would you recommend I go watch it? I feel like I need to watch it again. <laughs> because so many people are like, this movie's really good. I'm like... Okay, maybe I was a little hard on the movie, but like I didn't like it that much, and I really I was really excited for it. So I don't know. Is it because it's an Asian guy leading? Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm. I have a deep rooted. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah, why. I remember like Will and I were just like the worst people on planet. We hate everyone. Yeah. No, I don't. I thought that. Uh, yeah, I I don't know, because when you watch it eventually, but like the whole third act, like character resolutions and character arcs just were like, they introduced a lot of things in the movie, like way too late in the game. And there's like a solid like hour stretch in the movie where I'm just like, oh, my God, this is boring. I don't care. So is Tim Roth in the movie? Abomination. I don't know. It might have been Tim Roth. It also might have just been some random dude. So he wasn't in the movie that long. He was in the movie for like less than a minute. Did he die? Yes, he died. No, he's in. He's gonna be in She. He's gonna be in She Hulk. I didn't know that. (laughs) Um, no. What I was gonna say was like Marvel things. I'm just not super crazy excited for, or like DC things, or like. I'm excited for Spider Man. I'm excited for Spider Man, but honestly, I'm not like. I'm not as excited as I was for like going into like Infinity War. True. And I mean like this movie like is kind of looks like an Infinity War but like with Spider-Man characters. Like that's what this movie basically is. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. I but what I was going to say was like the only thing that like I'm genuinely excited for that like gets me excited is like Star Wars things. Where I'm like I'm really excited for this Star Wars thing. So like in 12 days star wars visions i'm beyond excited for that like i'm so excited for more star wars content because i want to talk about it and there's just been nothing to talk about that's like coming out that's like a weekly release like i miss bad batch so much what if is pretty good this last episode is really good (sighs) that's not star wars though i can see these characters i'm just like yeah Star Marvel's its own world. Marvel, the the world of Marvel does not compare to the world of Star Wars. The world of Star Wars and the scope that it has is, yeah, so much better in my opinion than Marvel. Ah, uh, the Polynesian Spa. And <laughs> we're not going to see that until like December. So uh, it's going to be it's like before we get all this Star Wars content that comes out next year, it's going to be a drought for a bit. We're going to die from climate change before we see Kenobi. Honestly, probably. <laughs> what if, uh, dude, what if we all just like die? 
like a comet hits Earth before. Honestly, if like, there's an asteroid coming towards Earth, the first thing I'm thinking is like, I didn't even get to fucking see Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I know I shouldn't be saying this, but like, when was it? Was it 2019? I think it was 2019. Yeah. When that year came, I was like, I could die at the end of this year, and I would have seen Endgame, the end of Game of Thrones, and the end of Star Wars. <laughs> so I'd know how everything ends, and I'd be like, okay, fine. I can die. But now that I haven't seen Kenobi come out yet, you I'm can't like, die yet. Like, I can't die yet. So then, well, then, like, after 2019 got done, I was like, well, I haven't seen how the Clone Wars ended yet. So I need to make sure I get to the end of that. And now that I've seen the end of Clone Wars, I'm like, I haven't seen Kenobi yet. So I'm like, before you kill me, God, why don't you just, like, <laughs> hold off so I can finish that up? Yeah, I mean, like, I'd be bummed if I died after Kenobi, but at least I got to see the end of Kenobi. Unless they announce, like, a season two. I know that I'm thinking of so many things. I'm like, oh, I need to see the end of this before <laughs> my time comes. Well, somebody better be dying. Honestly, <laughs> I'm dying. That was Shrek three. That's a great movie. That was a great dude. I, I like the first three Shrek so much. I don't really remember the fourth one. Yeah, fourth. One. Yeah. The fourth one was kind of dumb. I thought they were making a fifth one. Are they? Let's take a look. Everyone says that they've been making a fifth one, and I'm like, since when? Speaking of movies, actually, okay, I completely misspoke last week when I said that there weren't like a whole lot of movies that were getting me excited. Yeah, I was this last week. This last week, there have been so many movies that I forgot that are coming out that I'm beyond excited for. That are not beyond excited about a lot of things. I am. But these are not Marvel or Star Wars or like comic book movies. Like these are just regular movies that are coming out. It's that I can... cinema. Yeah, and I'm so excited for them. Also, okay, quick thing about Dune. I saw a quote from the director, and he was like, "Watching this movie on your TV is like driving a speedboat in a bathtub." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're not wrong. Seeing this movie on a seeing this movie on a TV is like not the same as in a cinema." Speaking about uh, speedboats and bathtubs, um, I was driving down University Ave, and for some reason, in Madison, Wisconsin, there's some dude driving a Ferrari behind me, like in oh, rush yeah. hour traffic. And then, like, he's like, he's doing the classic sports car thing where they drive slow and then they speed up and they catch up to me. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're going 30 right now. <laughs> Just trying to feel the torque on the car. Yeah, he's like ripping around on it. I'm like, what are you doing right now? Driving a Ferrari down through downtown campus now everyone knows where you live they know i go to university of wisconsin oh, they're gonna find out where you live i live on one two three sesame street <laughs> you're gonna get uh you're gonna get swatted now <laughs> what are you gonna just swat the whole city yeah <laughs> hello madison wisconsin you're being swatted nobody leave your house and yeah. they, everyone in the everyone in Wisconsin has a hostage in their house. You need to send SWAT teams to every single house. We don't have enough members of the SWAT team to do that. Kill just stay in your house, not harm the hostages. Okay. Anyways, the movies that I'm excited for that I wanted to say in order, like in order of movies that I'm excited for. I for, I completely forgot about this last week, and I need to say it this week. Dune, I'm obviously super excited for. Wes Anderson has another film coming out. This there's one day this year where it's like all these movies are coming out. I think it might be. I want to say it's October 22nd, 
But like Denis, like Dune comes out October twenty second. Wes Anderson's new movie called The French Dispatch comes out as well, featuring Timothy Chalamet or whatever his last name is. I don't know what his last name is. Isn't Tom Hanks in it too? Uh, no, he might be. I don't know. Benicio del Toro's in it. Um, Owen Wilson is in it. Hold up, say that name again. I'll I'll look up the cast. The movie is called The French Dispatch. It's Wes Anderson's new film, which I'm super, super excited for. Oh, Bill Murray, not Tom Hanks. Sorry. Yeah, they look similar. It has a very good cast in it, and I love Benicio del Toro. So, like, I'm excited to see. I just from what I've seen, like in the tra- like, I haven't even seen anything for the trailers. Like, I've only seen clips on Instagram where they're like, "I want to buy it. It's not for sale." Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's a lot of like stuff coming out. Well, so then, then there's big, well, like big cast films. Well, yeah, there's that, and then there's another one. Um, I think this movie comes out the same day as well. Then it's called The Last Night in Soho. Yeah, and that has Matt Smith and oh, I don't know what the female. Act- I'm so bad with actors and actresses' names. Um, Last Night in Soho. Uh, Anna Joy Taylor or Anna yeah. Taylor Joy, Anya Taylor Joy. And who's it directed by? Edgar Wright. Oh, he's good. Yeah. So those three, I th- and that comes out on October twenty second. Am I right on that? Uh, this one releases October 29th. Shit. Okay. Which is kind of a movie suicide. I don't know why you'd release a movie on Halloween weekend. Yeah, you remember what were you saying to me? You're like, yeah, they're releasing Bond on October 22nd, Halloween weekend. That's movie suicide. I'm like, you realize oh, Halloween is October. <laughs> You're like, yeah, Dune comes out the 22nd. That's movie suicide. That's Halloween weekend. I'm like, you realize Halloween's like nine days after that, right? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot when Halloween was. I forgot how many days are in October. <laughs> yeah, Halloween, October 22nd, and everybody knows that. Yeah. Whoops. Um, but there's those three and then there's, there's, um, there's two movies with Adam driver this year. There's the last duel. Is that an, I think that's an a 24 film. Uh, I don't think it is. You think you're thinking the green Knight? I'm probably thinking of the green Knight. I know green Knight's an a 24, but I didn't know if the last duel was as well. Um, Let's take a look. Um, it is Ridley Scott production oh, yeah. companies, Scott free TSG. Yeah, no, it's not a 24. But there's and then there's House oh, of Jesus. Gucci this that's coming out as well. Reviews right now. What the last duel? Yeah, I don't know how this is already getting re- reviews. Who's seeing this? Uh, if what reviews are like, it's just audience. I don't know who's seeing this. Sometimes Google like you can review movies before they even come out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, those are two Adam and Adam Driver is a phenomenal actor. House of um, Gucci. I, yeah, I just said House Gucci. You were speaking over me while I said it. No, it's okay. They want to hear me talk. Um, but those—that's those two. And then, um, the—I swear this movie has like the largest like cast ever of grade A actors, and it's Don't Look Up. All right, let me take a look at that. That's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, what's this about? Is this about like okay? Two it's like an asteroid. A comet's approaching it. Wow, this looks good. Yeah, it's a really... And who's... Oh, the director. I He... Don't tell me. Shoot, tell me. He wrote the script as well. He made Vice. Yeah, I know. I don't remember his name now. Adam McKay. Adam McKay. But in Vice is a 
really good movie. I think he also made da, 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 the big he short. Yeah, the big short. So I'm really excited for that movie because it has Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill. It has Timothy Chalamet in it again. He's in three like big blockbuster films this year. Ariana um, Grande's in this movie. Ariana Grande's in it. There's someone else too. Chris Evans. It. This movie has such a big Kid cast. Cuddy's in this movie. Yeah, I think he's with Ariana Grande. Like they're like romantically together. Oh wow! Lucky him. Lucky him. But Tom Perlman. But yeah, there's so many movies that are coming out that I complete, and then there's that Bond film that's still coming out. But like, yeah, there are so many movies that just are regular, like not connected. They're just movies that I'm so excited for that I completely forgot were coming out still this year. Like, I want to see the French Dispatch. I really want to see Don't Look Up. I really want to see Dune. House of Gucci. Yeah, yeah I'm like kind of interested in, it, but like also I have no idea what it's about. But I also don't know what the French dispatch is about either. So it's about the Gucci gang. The French dispatch is about that. No, house of Gu- no, the house of Gucci dummy. Gucci gang. Gucci. Gang. Yeah, I'm sure. But God, I just wanted to get that off because I completely forgot about that. But speaking of movies and TV shows back to star Wars, Cal and I, we got this question. Oh geez. Back in like June, <laughs> we, <laughs> we finished this like in July, but like, well, I can't finish up my script because I'm not a good script writer. So, like, mine's kind of like left open ended. But I'm gonna let you go first. So, we gotta ask um, if we could make one Star Wars project. Like, what would it be? So, we kind of spent like the past like two months, kind of like working on like developing, like just like a, a rough story slash not script, but like a storyline for certain projects that we would make in Star Wars. And I have my own, and Cal has his own. All right, this is where I get to take over. You can go crazy. We've All talked right. about this forever. We yours like you and I. I feel like they're gonna announce your project like within the next year. Yeah, guys, I'm getting hired. It's great. I'm really excited. We're going big time. <laughs> Hell yeah! You guys will remember all the OG fans before I get my job at Lucasfilm. But um, so my story or my series is a uh, Luke Skywalker Ben Solo six limited six episode limited series um, with the hope of the episodes being around 45 to 60 minutes each. And the feel that I'm trying to go for with this was like an Indiana Jones adventure series, like turned taxi driver esque character drama near the end with, because main thing is I wanted to have, you see Luke and Ben like searching for Jedi artifacts and holocrons to help teach at their Academy. So like they're fun, like going to get stuff and like fun, lighthearted. But then you start to see more of like, Ben's fall to the dark side after his first encounter with Snoke and watching Luke's distrust in Ben Grover times. So like, it's like really good at first. And then also it's like, Oh, well this, everything isn't as good as it seems. Um, and then I have cameos from Lando, Lando Han and Leia. Um, so this is, I have it set like six to 10 years before the force awakens. I don't really know. Um, I wanted to end on Ben's fall and the decimation of the temple with Luke leaving for Octo. Um, I'll just start jumping because I have like a few episodes. Like I have six episodes, like treatments, I guess, written for each one. Um, well, yeah, you also said the limited series. Like this isn't something where we want like, oh, season one, season two, season three. No. It's kind of like we want to give like Luke Skywalker. Like we want to know what he's doing in that time. And we want to know how Ben Solo like we want uh-huh. it like in a f- movie, like cinematic form. We're like, 
not a not comic a, book. Not a comic book because like there's too many Star Wars comics where it's like this shouldn't be a comic. This should be an actual story. Yeah, it's like oh, there's a lot of under like there's a lot of underrated Star Wars comic books just because like it's stupid that they made it a comic book. It's like there's this story should be on screen. Regardless, <laughs> son of Dathomir. Son of Dathomir. <laughs> should have been in the Clone Wars. <laughs> we get the Martez sisters. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) So episode one starts off like showing like the camaraderie between Luke and Ben, similar to like uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. So like Ben looks up to Luke a lot and he's like, you should be doing that. But Luke's being like his classic Jedi self, Um, like starting with action or an action adventure mission to grab like the viewer's attention and expanding more on the return of the Jedi Luke that we had like how he's wise similar to Yoda and making Ben similar to Anakin Ruby. He's like kind of a hotheaded, just very powerful, but like also clearly immature. Um, I also want to like establish like Ben not fitting in with the other Padawans because of his heritage and his natural power. Cause like, I guess the, the other Padawans being like jealous of his power and be like, well, you're just close with master Luke because you're his nephew. Da 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 da. So he doesn't really have a whole lot of friends at this point. So this is already like starting like the seeds for him to be like, I don't want to be a part of the Jedi order um, and establishing. I want also want to establish the galaxy's acceptance of the Jedi at the time and the legend of Luke Skywalker, because if you think about this, all the people know, like in the galaxy, besides, like obviously we know because we watched it happen. But like if you're on the outside on like Tatooine, all you heard was Luke Skywalker went into a room on the Death Star with Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. And he's the only one to walk out alive and then the Death Star blew up. And you can kind of see, like, I want to see, like, Luke struggle with, like, mega fame where people are like, oh, my God, Luke Skywalker. And he's just like, I'm be- it's like, we're- so it gets to the point in the last year where he's like, I was a legend. And, like, he's like, we're- like, we need to see him building that legend and starting to come to grips with the I'm a legend thing. It's like um, celebrities complaining about, like, they want to live their own lives. They don't want to be known as, like, this mm-hmm. big, this big popular star. Yeah. Um, and the main setting of the Jedi temples on Yavin four and the big Masasi temple. Um, and then I want to show the di- a dynamic between the voice and Ben. So the voice right now is going to be Snoke where like Ben's like training with Padawan stuff. And he's like, Oh, you're powerful, more powerful than all of them. And Ben's like, who is talking in my head? So, or, well, I guess um, it's not Snoke. It's Palpatine. Um, I have one. I'm going to save your, your butt. But was the temple that Luke then Ben destroyed on Yavin for in The Last Jedi? Remember when Ben destroyed Luke's temple? Was that on Yavin 4? I don't think that was on Yavin 4. When did Ben destroy Luke's temple? Oh, no, I don't know where it was. They didn't say where Luke's temple was. That's the thing. Didn't look like it was Yavin 4. Yeah, well, I'm going to make it Yavin 4 so you can shut the hell up. I think it should be its own planet. That's just me. Okay, fine. We'll make it its own planet. It'll be Yavin 5. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So episode two, I want to show the strained relationship between Ben and his family because like Leia and Han keep him at arm's length so he doesn't learn about Vader because like they kind of just like ship him off with Luke. They're like, all right, you're really powerful. You're with the force. Go with your uncle. And he's like, uh, but mom and dad, I love you. And they're like, well, you need to control your power. Um, it was where you see like Leia on the holonet making speeches and then Ben watching on missing his mother because like she's a, important in the senate or like the new republic at the time and he's like well mom talk to me but she won't because she's busy and they're trying to make sure he doesn't find out that he's the grandson of anakin skywalker um 
I also want to like just like digging deeper into like Ben's psyche or like how, how much he misses like his parents and like the like he's like longing for kinship that like Luke isn't really pr- he's like kind of providing but not like in the way he needs it. It's like him like playing with like, trinkets like p- piece of machinery from the Falcon and like a flashback to him as a kid on it with like Han and Chewbacca just like flying around having a good time. So you mm-hmm. see like him being like, oh, I miss my dad and I miss che- like Uncle Chewie. Um and I also want him to see like Luke is a good mentor, but he needs to be a good mentor for other students too. So like he gives Ben the attention, but he's also like, I need, I can't show favoritism just to you because you're my nephew. Like I'm in charge of these other Padawans. I need to make sure they're training as well. Um, and since Ben's so powerful, he's trying to mentor other students alongside Luke as a new Jedi Knight, but like only really connects with like one little youngling. I, w- I wanted to mirror like Anakin and Ahsoka. So like I have this, I had it as a Rodian, but like maybe I'd change it. What's that? Maybe Twi'lek. Yeah, maybe not that. yeah so i'm sh- tr- maybe thinking like a a youngling i said i said probably female to mirror like anakin and ahsoka rodian the rodians <laughs> <laughs> um they develop like a brother sister bond due to ben not having s- any siblings or like real familial connections besides luke um but yeah so that's episode two. That's kind of what I want to set up, like the emotional. You can start to see like the emotional turmoil inside of Ben. Um, and so in a, episode three, where we kind of start to have action, where they have their first encounter with the Knights of Ren, and Ben kills the leader, who's Snoke's current apprentice. Um, similar to Anakin killing Dooku. Because um, like George Lucas says, it's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> um with it being another like Ben, no, or like like Luke's fighting a bunch of them and Ben's fighting a bunch of them, and then like you can see like Ben like giving into his anger and like you can see Snoke in the background being like, mm, yes, give into it. And then he just like hucks this dude's head off and then looks like Ben, no, because like it's I poetry, love, it rhymes. I love that part in the Last Jedi, dude. Right? He's like there's, Ben, there's, no. There's two parts like the Last Jedi. I love when he says Ben, no, and in the Rise of Skywalker, where it's like a voice line. It's in the beginning of the movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's when Ray is having her vision. There's like a voice that comes on. When when she sees Vader's helmet, he's like, join Join me. Yes. That part is sick. Because I mean, it doesn't, I mean like in the Empire Strikes Back, it doesn't sound as badass as it does in The Rise of Skywalker. And he's like, join Mm. me. Mm, I don't know about that. I guess they like amplify it and make it. Yeah, they like boost it up and like make his voice just sound like deeper. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Um, so yeah, the voice in his head tells him he's strong and he could lead the Knights of Ren better than the leader he just killed. Because like Snoke's not there, but like he's like speaking in Ben's mind. Because like when Ben's like going to kill this guy, because he's like, I shouldn't do this, but the voice says like, you're powerful. You can do this. You can lead these guys. You can leave Luke. But like, so like Ben rejects the voice after he's like, oh, I made a mistake. But he's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I could. And then this is where they learn about Ochi's ship and a hint at something bigger in the unknown regions going on. I don't really know how to like tie that all together because I'm not a script writer. I'm not really good at stuff like that. Um, but in episode four, this is where we have Lando come in because Ben, uh, Luke and Lando are going to go searching for Ochi's ship. Um, and they're going to get to Pasana where Ben's like interrogating locals in like a dark side manner, making Luke even more suspicious. So you can kind of start to see them butting heads where he's like, you don't trust my power. You don't, you don't trust me. I have all this power. You're not letting me use it. It looks like you're, I'm helping you like for your own good. Um, they don't find Ochi's ship um, somehow because it's kind of I don't I don't like how it was set up in the Rise of Skywalker. Ochi's ship is literally just like sitting on a rock and they're like, oh, look, there's Ochi's ship. 
It's like like they went looking for Ocha's ship. Like, how didn't they find it? It's just like sitting on top of a rock. Um, and I just wanted to have like more interactions with like Ben and the voice in his head, planting seeds of doubts about Luke's faith in Ben. Um, so then episode five is where Ben and Luke have a showdown with Snoke, and then Ben realizing it's Snoke in his head. Um, so like they're I don't know how they're gonna do this because he didn't have a lightsaber. Like Snoke didn't have a lightsaber, but like see this now, this is where I wish Snoke was Plagueis because like this could make more sense if it was Plagueis, but we're still operating under the assumption that everything's still canon. We can't retcon anything, but okay, like, they can't just start retconning shit in star Wars, <laughs> but we can, when I'm at Luke, we're, we're at Lucasfilm. We'll just be like, Hey, that Lego special you made, let's make it live. action. <laughs> let's make that canon. Um, actually it but, is canon, but <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I guess it is. It I is. Know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so them fighting, I want to have like Ben like rejecting it in front of Luke, but like he rejects like Snoke in front of Luke because like Snoke like mm, like topples Luke over. He's like, join me, join me. And Ben's like, no, I'm not joining you. And then he's like, it's, then Luke. It's that classic where it's like you have that all the time where it's like it starts off with like Dooku and yeah. Obi-Wan join me. And then like Maul and Ahsoka join, join me. me. And then Anakin and Sidious join me. And like it had like you see it every time in Star Wars where it's like this person's like join me and like it they're builds like, up no. To- and then they're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's basically what's happening. So because like Snoke and the Knights get away and then you see Friction and Luke. Or it's friction between Ben and Luke on the way back to the academy. And you see more of Ben's like dark side. He's like, he's like, I could have like he's like, I could have killed all of them. Luke's like, that's not the Jedi way. He's like, well, what do you mean? What they, like these guys are just gonna go around terrorizing the galaxy and you're gonna sit around and what? Put him in jail. You can't put these guys in jail. You need to destroy them. And Ben and Snoke being in Ben's head, he's like, Well, we could like get rid of like we're not even that bad of guys. Like, think about all these other things going on in the galaxy that the new republic's turning a blind eye to. Ben's like, Oh, he's kind of making sense. So in episode six is where Ben destroys the Academy. So we kind of see the same thing from the last shadow because like he and Luke have like a boiling point. Um, I also want to have, okay. So I want to have an interaction between Ben and the, like the little youngling that he developed a connection with. I don't know if I want him to kill her off or not. Let's make him corn and then he can kill him. <laughs> All my homies hate corns. <laughs> Fuck the corn. Um, I don't want to want him to kill her off or not. I'm going to say no right now. just because more conceivable for him to be redeemed later. If he doesn't kill her, because like if he because like at that point he's like oh my god like what what is this people are like oh yeah it's Ben Solo he's a good guy again it was like he killed like a bunch of people I don't know you could do that because it would show like his conflict then like later down the line in the movies where like he's like killing yeah. his dad like should be like the point where it's like I'm evil yeah like, but it I didn't. think yeah I feel like the death of like Han Solo is like the point where it's like I'm trying to be like different but I can't yeah actually okay that's a lie i do want him to kill her because it's similar oh. to like oh. no because it's like anakin and like he's like, oh, he's like oh master skywalker what are you gonna do and like all of reddit's like jokes about like him turning on the lightsaber but you see like her saying ben don't do this and you see him just turn on his laser like i have to um and then luke and then obviously like luke comes out he must have thought i was dead um you get that come, scene with him and r2 yeah where like he i want him to send like a message a one-way message to like Han and Leia, like apologizing for everything 
seeing like the heartbreak of Luke and how much he agonized over it. Cause he's like, everywhere I go, I bring death and destruction. I'm going to stop this cycle. I failed. And then the cameo from Hanalena receiving like, Oh my God, we need to find Luke. And then they can't find him. And that's how the story ends. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty dope. Honestly, I'd rather it like, I, you and I have said that they should make this series forever. I think. They're, I think they they have to. Yeah, I think they have to at this point. I mean, we talked about this a while back, but they had hired that guy who did the deep fake of Mark Hamill. Yeah. And I mean, like, hey, if you're hiring it's the guy who, yeah, you could still use it. Um, from episode six, like you have that interaction between like Luke and Ben. I think like a cool thing that could happen before, like before um, Luke like goes to confront Ben, like he's like looking into his dreams, like he does in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You could have a scene where it's like where they're still awake and everything, and they're back at the main temple, similar to I think it was Episode Four of Wandavision. You know where like Vision is starting to realize like what Wanda is doing and like the world that she has created, and they have that big yeah. argument scene. I love like that's my favorite scene in the whole that or the ship of Theseus, but like that argument between Wanda and Vision in WandaVision is like it's a very big like breaking point for like both the characters and like realizing where they're both at. I think you could you could have something like that between like Ben and Luke where he's like, "Don't lie to me," yeah, like something like that, and then that's when Luke like looks into his dreams like. Uh, they just need to okay the last jedi would be good if they explain like this connection more yeah i mean also if they got rid of like the b plot between okay well we can't we can't fix all the other shit in the movie but like the things that people like "Ah, luke skywalker like if there had been like one or two movies about luke skywalker like in his prime people wouldn't be complaining about the last Jedi, but the fact that it was the first time that they got Luke Skywalker since return of the Jedi, they're like, ah, not happy. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be really fun to watch. You and I have said that we wanted that forever though. Yeah. Also, um, you said six episodes, you could do a seventh episode, but like episode one isn't like it's kind of like a prologue episode because we know that luke and snoke have met before but like luke didn't know it was snoke but snoke knew it was luke you could sort of like have that interaction where like luke stumbles across him and like it's he's snoke seems as if he's a wandering traveler or just a some guy yeah but snoke knows you're Luke Skywalker. You fucking killed me, dude. You made my apprentice kill me because it's actually Palpatine. But yeah, I have been every voice you have ever heard inside your head. That was a sick. That was a that sick. Was, scene. That was pretty sick. I was pretty mad that they revealed that in the trailers, though. Yeah, because <laughs> I saw that and I was like. Just revealed so much of the movie in one trailer. Honestly, my favorite part of the Rise of Skywalker like wasn't even like it was like a trailer of the movie. It was when Ben goes to Exegol, and they're playing like the Sith music the whole time. It's like oh, oh yeah, dude, so cool. My favorite part is when Luke is lifting the X-wing out of the water. Oh, true. I cried. 
I did too. I mean, Edwin oh, Ray's hearing the voices, but dude, Luke pulling the X thing out of the water. <sighs> Red five flying again. Red five flies. I still have issues with the voices she heard because you're ignoring your own cannon. You're ignoring your own cannon. You ignored your own cannon. Yeah, no, it shouldn't have been. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree. They ignored it. They ignored it. They ignored it. Mace Windu should not have been a voice. Hey, maybe he'll be redeemed in his solo series that comes out. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave this voice call right now. Mace Windu is going to get his own series. Yeah, it's about him surviving after episode three. After he gets yoinked off a building. <laughs> he gets absolutely <laughs> broiled, charbroiled by Sheev. Dude, we didn't see him die, though. Uh-huh. I don't think I needed to see him hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though. We didn't see Obi-Wan die. We just saw the cloak fall to the ground. You seem tired. I could save mine for a different day. I can do We can. No, I'm chilling. If you want to do yours now, we can. Otherwise, if we want to build suspense for it, I'm cool with whatever. How much time you got? How much time is this going to take you? I don't know. I mean, like, if you have 10 minutes, I could do it in 10 minutes. <laughs> do you want to do it in 10 minutes, though? I could. I don't really have a back half of the script. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's set it up then. And we, maybe we can talk about it later at a different point. Let's do 10 minutes. Yeah, give me the 10-minute elevator pitch. Oh, of like what I have so far? Yeah, so let's say what you got so far. Okay. And I've, I've always wanted this as a movie, so, because I think the more, and this has been said before by other people, but, like, I love your story that you created, but the more detached that we get from the Skywalker saga storyline, the better the Star Wars stories are, because they're not constrained down to this one story. Like, True. you can you can build so many interesting stories based off of, like, this world that was created I mean, Siege of Mandalore doesn't really revolve that much around the Skywalker saga. Darkness on Umbara does not revolve around the Skywalker saga. These are all like the Mandalorian. Like these are all their own stories. Also, Mando could show up in your TV show. We could see Ben kill Grogu. That's who we should kill. I don't know. (laughs) We should have Ben kill Grogu. (laughs) We should have Ben just decapitate Grogu. (laughs) That'd be sick. Eat that marketing. Um. But, just just a, just the trailer is just like Ben holding Grogu's head like it's like a Halloween poster. Yeah, <laughs> like Michael Myers. Yeah, get rid of that little shit. God, we're gonna get canceled. What for killing Baby Yoda? Yeah, yeah, cancel me. <laughs> what does Joey Diaz say? He's like, you can't cancel me because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, can't get canceled if you don't care. Exactly. Um. No, but the I mean, movie that I would make. Sorry, I look. We got eight minutes now. The movie that I would make is um like a bounty hunter type of movie. Um, and I would want this movie to sort of. This is where it gets tough because I wrote this before. Before the new Suicide Squad movie came out, but like I sort of have this movie like listed as three sort separate type of movies i wanted to sort of take place after i wanted to be styled in the similar format similar to the suicide squad 
Rogue One and like Ocean's Eleven type of heist movie. Like I want a heist bounty hunter movie where you see separate bounty hunters sort of come together, like new character, like new and original characters and old familiar bounty hunter characters come together and they perform some sort of heist to steal um, certain plans, which I'm about to get into. Um, but characters that like these are characters that I just like sort of would like to see back. Um, first is Cad Bane. I have the hugest man crush on Cad Bane. I think he's there's the two best bounty hunters in all of Star Wars. Until the Book of Boba Fett comes out, the two best bounty hunters in all of Star Wars is Cad Bane and Jango Fett. Bingo. Exactly. Like everyone, I this is just okay. When the Book of Boba Fett comes out, I'm sure Boba Fett will take like the number one spot. I'm I am not concerned. I think like the way that they're hyping this up, and after his one goat episode of Mando, he probably will shoot up to the number one spot. Because sometimes fate steps in to rescue the rigid. So this being said, though, right now from what we've seen in Star Wars, Jango Fett is better than Boba. Like. Django's more he's just he's a better bounty hunter Boba Fett was drunk the whole time he was in a movie in the original trilogy he was hammered in Return of the Jedi I don't care what you say um I don't even he didn't do like a whole lot in Empire Strikes Back he was just eye candy so we won't be seeing him again (laughs) yeah uh, but so characters that I'd want to see in this movie Cad Bane I love him I'd like to see Bosk because I mean, who doesn't like Trandoshans? Oh um, my god! I, who do- if you don't like Trandoshans, you got to stop listening to this podcast. Exactly. Um, I'd want to see Aura Singh. I'd want to see Tobias Beckett as well. I want to see the death of Aura Singh, and I want it to be like featured in this because I mean, we hear it in Solo, and I mean, it'd be cool just to see how it happens because Aura Singh was a big character in the Clone Wars. So, I mean. I, I'm not like I. Oh, I need to see how her character gets resolved. I could care less how her character gets resolved. I just want to see her get shot. I want that fan service. He pushes her off the cliff. Okay, I want to see her get pushed off the cliff. Or no, I mean he's like, oh, the fall killed her. Maybe he okay, he can shoot her, and then she like, ah, uh, like Denzel Washington in Training Day. Training. <laughs> I saw that clip you sent me on Instagram today. Yeah, you motherfuckers will be you playing basketball in Pelican Bay. <laughs> Hey, yo, Jake! Hell yeah, Ethan Hawke. Now listening to Denzel. Denzel. And then I'd also want to see Dengar in this movie. I mean, you got to get some British bloke. I'm Australian bloke. Is he Australian or is he British? I don't know. He's not American. He's not from Earth because Earth isn't in Star Wars. Stupid. Okay, but they reference humans. They're like, hmm, for a human. Yeah, but they don't have Earth. (laughs) All right. yeah, Australia, anyway. is a pl- Australia is a planet. It is literally a planet full of Australians. Yeah, they're all upside down. They're all upside down. Welcome to the down on that planet. <laughs> exactly. They're upside down people. Um, But I'd want this movie to take place. Like, Did you talk about the other character on your list that I want to be like referencing right now? Who else? Hondo Onaka. <laughs> oh, I was going to get to him, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh. I was gonna get to him in a second. Well, I don't know. 
just okay. looking at the list. You're getting ahead of yourself. I wasn't looking at episode six while you're talking about episode one. Like, hey, this is gonna happen for you. He's literally right below boss. I was like, why did he skip him? <laughs> I'm right here. Look at where my marker is. That's where I am. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It's like the valet parking situation all over again. Yeah, exactly. It is. Um, but I want this movie to take place like six five to six years like after um revenge of the sith and like a little before the solo movie comes out just because i mean you need to have that time with like beckett for him to get to crimson dawn and yada 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 get to his place but what i'd want like for this heist movie to happen is i want these bounty hunters to sort of they're in the underworld on coruscant um they're like sort of getting grouped together and they need to be hired because like the empire i mean technically at this point like the star wars timeline like the empire can kind of do whatever the hell they want like they are an empire yeah nobody really cares but like i think it's more so just with like the deniability and like where the galaxy is still at and everything and how they want to sort of make it seem like the empire is glorious for like those core inner worlds um but so what I'd want is I would want um, this group of bounty hunters to be hired by, I said Palpatine or Admiral Garrick Versio. Um, I say Garrick Versio just because I'm, I want more with, um, and this is going to tie in later as well, but I don't really know like the timeline wise, which I need to do still some more work. But um, I say Garrick Versio because like later on in the story, I'd want um, the Inferno Squadron to sort of like be the the counter like antagonist sort of for these bounty hunters and they have to like it's weird this is where it gets like i still need to do some more work and figure some things out um but for those of you don't know admiral garrick versio is the father to one of the members of the inferno squadron that's an elite squadron of stormtroopers and the leader of inferno squadron is aiden versio and garrick versio is her father it's in the Battlefront 2 campaign storyline. Laurel's dad's also in the Inferno squad. He is, which will which is he plays um Z Dell? No. I don't remember which one he he was really good though, and like the uh, yeah. Ugh, that's his own thing. They like completely dropped that storyline, which pisses me off. But um in Rogue One they talk about like different project code names and I've always I've always 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 been obsessed with like the code names that they like say. So I remember and they talk- your original plan that you the original plan you had them stealing. I saw that in the script. Yeah, I think I said War Mantle. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, they started War doing War, they started doing War Mantle and Bad Batch and I was like, I'm gonna have to get rid of that. <laughs> but so they talk about other things. They talk about um Project Pax Aurora or Stellar Sphere. Um and I want that to tie back into becoming Operation Cinder, which Operation Cinder is like basically just creating genocide, genocide like on planets, but like death from above. Basically, it's like not miniaturized Death Star tech, but it's like weather related sort of cataclysmic events that like are being cast down onto planets from this technology. And what I want is I want these um these group of bounty hunters to steal the plans for this um like of uh things the words i want these bounty hunters to be hired out to steal these plans that are being created that are supposed to be used like for good or like as like a rebellion against the empire but i want these bounty hunters to be hired by the empire to steal them so it gets confusing (laughs) yeah 
I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a script writer. <laughs> I can. I can come up with good Star Wars stories, but like I would George want Lucas. <laughs> exactly. I am. I would need someone else to write the dialogue, and but I have an idea. I just need someone to like help me refine these ideas. Um, but I'd want. Any of you bitches steal the story and send it to Lucas when we'll find you. Yeah, this is already trademarked. So. Yeah. Um, but I'd want them to go to like a renowned planet like that's like part of the core worlds um i say naboo because i think it'd be fun to like see them try to steal it'd be fun to like watch them try to like navigate their way through feed and like sort of steal these plans again there's other planets that they could go to as well like it'd be fun to like see them on my um and there's various other worlds where like they could try and steal these plans um but so i talk about like bounty hunters that like show up in this movie um i'd want to send off well and this is where it gets tough because the book of boba fett isn't out yet but um i'd want to see cad bane possibly die to bosk like i want to see like some like head collisions like similar that we see in the suicide squad where it's like you see like these alphas like going up against one another like i'd want to see more of that like among these bounty hunters like i want new characters and original characters to die in the story so i think that'd be like kind of interesting to see um a character that would show up like halfway through this movie that i sort of like roughly sketched out to sort of you know here's how we're gonna do this plan here's like a getaway ship and i have like the wit to do it and i have the crew to do it it's hondo onaka hondo onaka He's like the most fun and just he's just the funniest Star Wars character, I feel like. We are pirates. We don't even know what that means. I love the I love his line in Rebels where he was like I was once friends with the Jedi. He's like, oh, I think we were friends. He's talking about Obi Wan, how Obi Wan is just his best friend. That is like the most underrated friendship in like all of Star Wars. They'd always oh, see one another and like uh it, yeah, it was just so funny. I loved it. Got Obi. I love those. I two. think the guy who voiced Hondo Anaka is the same guy who voiced Tigger from. Tigger he was, because <laughs> I remember hearing him talking. Like he says a lot, like Tigger. <laughs> I'm like, um, I don't know if I'm watching Winnie the Pooh or Star Wars. Um, but so there's like two original characters in that I'd want to introduce into this, but sort of just leave. Um, there's one, it's a basic name. I got it from Valorant. So don't judge me. I the saw name. it. I was like, this is, okay. Hey, oh, no, don't make fun pretty, of me. Okay, um, sweetie. The name is Sage and I'd want her to be an original bounty hunter. I actually have, I have a picture. I like have, I've had this idea since I was a kid. I'm not kidding. Um, Here's what I'll do. I'm going to send you the picture on Discord. Yeah, and I want you to I want you to like look at it and just see what you think because this is these are pictures that I have in mind for like how I want these characters to look um of these original bounty hunters. But I'd want to introduce this character named Sage. And they're sort of they they're an up and coming bounty hunter and they're trying to get by on You made this? I didn't make it. I found it online. Oh, I'm like, oh my god, this is really good. They're like basically a rip off Boba Fett. They are like a rip off, like looking Boba Fett sort of. Um, so who's this Sage? I so that's I'm kind of going backwards. 
it's like i think this is the other character that i see on the list yeah um well so the second character that i want to introduce is um alana orden and that's an original mandalorian bounty hunter and it picks up after the mandalorian wars and like you sort of get to see how mandalore has changed post um galactic empire and post order 66 um the picture that i'm sending you now is what i have envisioned for sage no you made this one too is this gonna be like napoleon dynamite's drawing of um what's her face (laughs) the chick that he asked to prom or whatever yeah Uncle no. Rico's like, yeah, he's a special kid. He still lets the bed. <laughs> that's sort of, Max. yeah, as I said, it's sort of a Mad Max looking type of character. Um, they have like that skull, but th- I mean, and this is hard for our audio and even like, we're not going to show these pictures to the people who are listening to this, but um, the first pictures of, um, Alana Orden is sort of like a red Mandalorian, but like not with the same helmet Jango Fett design. It's more of like a stormtrooper breed with um, a Mandalorian helmet and it's like red armor. And then with Sage, it's more of a, um, a, what was the movie? Mad Max Free Road driven type of like look for a character. Like if you had to put Mad Max Free Road like into an outfit, like this is what the outfit would look like. It's the Warlord or a Morton Joe. It looks like a Morton Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't have know what that is. Fury Road? No. What? Dude. No. You have got to watch that. But so those are like two characters that I think it'd be fun and just like sort of try to explore the world with those characters. Because I'd want to, in- I mean, as much as I love like old Star Wars characters. I'm like, oh, I want to bring in these old bounty hunters. I want to introduce new characters as well and sort of have that be an introduction. Um, And what you can use, like, sort of to base this off of as well is that episode arc in The Clone Wars where Obi-Wan becomes a bounty hunter. Like, he disguises himself as that bounty hunter and they have to figure out... I mean, he's in their double cover to like figure out what the plan is to kill the chancellor. But the story that we follow is they're trying to kidnap the chancellor and ransom him for money. Not the same, like kidnap the chancellor, ransom him for money. But the way that this group of bounty hunters work together is based off of it's a lot of the similarities are from that episodic arc in the clone wars. Um, and a large part, like the first third of this movie, I'd wanted to focus on like the underworld and how bounty hunters are sort of being, I mean, I haven't, and this is where I need to do more like thinking and writing, but how the world of bounty hunters has shifted more so with the empire and with um, the Republic, because with the Republic, I mean, the Republic sort of like the United States where they were <laughs> the world police for everything. And the Republic was acting like the world police for the galactic mm-hmm. police for everyone. Um, and you sort of see that shift where it's how bounty hunters sort of take more of a rise in the under, the criminal underworld takes more of a rise in the galactic empire. Um, and then with the, wherever these uh, plans for Pax or are stellar sphere, I don't, I, there hasn't been a canon like, Oh, star Wars says that this is what Paxor is. And this is what stellar sphere is. So I'm just making plans up for this because I want to create story with these things that they've already mentioned. Um, wherever these plans are being kept on the planet though, you sort of see how well kept this planet is. What's um, you can tell me, but in season six of the clone wars, what was the, uh, the banking clans planet on? 
Was that Mune List? Well, they're Munes. I don't know where the Mune List are. Um, oh shit! This is pissing me off. Because the planet that the bank, the the um the intergalactic banking committee was on, and the way that they kept the bank because they provided the funds for both the um. You're thinking, so Scipio? I didn't want to skip you. Yeah. Oh, Mikey. Wait, what? Mune list. What? Hold up. Sorry. I'm. Oh, no, mune list. Well, so, so that's why I mentioned mune list as a planet. More so, just because the way that they kept the um that bank was i mean it looked high society and it looked like oh man this is super hard to break into that's sort of how i'd want this high security place to look for these bounty hunters to break into um and so going back to the shifting of how bounty hunting has changed into the galaxy i mean this is where i mean it gets like really tough for me and I haven't really completed the script yet. So I'm kind of just going to leave it off there. And I need to do some more polishing on it. Um, but this is just my rough idea for it. I need to focus more on like what happens exactly in the script and for each characters. But I want, I want to see a movie that's more grounded Star Wars and like it's a grittier underworld criminal tone of star Wars that we feel because we've never followed really the bad guys ever in star Wars. And I think it'd be fun to follow bounty hunters and see where they're going and the type of story that they take. But that's my idea for a movie. Cause I think it would only work as a movie. I wouldn't want to see a series about it, mm-hmm. but um, I, I don't have a name for it. It's, I mean, Project code name Pax Aurora. That's your project code name. Yeah, I mean, we I could call it Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Yeah, you could. But um, sorry, yeah. I'm trying to figure out where the banking. I think it's Muneless. Maybe it's Scipio. That's that's all I really have though. Um, I really like your movie idea. It's very original. I I it's I sold this. <laughs> Dave Filoni, anyone at Lucasfilm listening, I know it sounds terrible, but I'm working on it. (laughs) I'm working on it. I will get it more polished. Um, I didn't even know if I was going to talk about it because I'm 10 minutes over. Yeah, it's fine. So. All right. But yeah, that's my idea. I I like it a lot. I like yours. I think well, yours is more potential than mine because mine's probably being made by someone who's actually good at writing. They've already got it done, probably. Yeah, but uh, that's all I have. Quick Star Wars news as well. Knights of the Old Republic is coming out on PC and PlayStation Five. PC too. Yep. All right, cool. Remastered, which is dope as hell. Sweet. Hell yeah. But uh, I don't know. I guess with that, there's nothing else major that I really feel like we need to talk about. I got a feeling today. You got a what? I got a feeling. Oh, for numb. You like a cavity? Yeah, a minor one. I like all this is tiny. I don't know why your your old dentist was saying. I hated my old dentist. Hell yeah. They're like, why did you leave your old dentist? I'm like, he's kind of a rude guy. Um, but yeah, Damn. I don't know anything else. I do not either. I'm going to head to the gym playing Valorant tonight. 
I'll right. see you tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow. We should try to. We should record at um the bar tomorrow. At the bar. Okay. First off, I don't even know we're going to a bar. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're going out to lunch. It's mom and dad in the morning. This Didn't I tell news. you about this? Oh. This is news to me because it sounded like we were leaving at noon tomorrow, which I was like, I'm going to leave separately then because I'm going to leave at like nine. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess we don't need to talk about this on the air, but we don't. But this is news to me when I spoke with Paul seven hours ago. Yeah, he's he probably didn't tell you the plan. He did not. I don't think he even knew the plan. I don't think he I'll find out tomorrow when I go home. All right. I guess with that, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with anyone else who you think would like it. And uh, our Instagram, at LegionnairePod, email LegionnairePodcast at gmail.com. You got any questions, send them to us. With we'll that, get to them four months later. <laughs> we'll get to them a little faster. If you couldn't tell, my script is not polished at all. So it might take me another four months to finish it up. But I guess with that, I'll let Cal send us away. We are Legion. <laughs>